Hi, Victoria. Hi, Lexi. Um, welcome back. For anybody who's listening, you've found your way to the Entry Level Podcast, the podcast for people figuring it out. Yes. Um, I was like, here we are. It is what? March 19th. So on the cusp of spring, which you'll spring see is, is kind tomorrow. of tomorrow. Yeah. I was like, which you wouldn't surprise. You wouldn't guess, especially being in Dallas, considering the high was like 50 today and last week the high was like 85. Yeah. So it was Mother really Nature was really playing with us. St. Patty's Day block party. No, it was like literally last weekend I got sunburned and this weekend I have a runny nose. So like it's not really <laughs> adding up. It is not adding up no, the way that literally. I feel like it should be. Um, but yeah, other than the weather, how are you feeling? What's the vibe? What is this week looking like for you? Um, I feel okay. There was a Formula One race this morning. Um, for all of our new listeners, this is Victoria talking, and I'm pretty into Formula One. This started last year after starting the Netflix show. Um, and then I just got like I made it my obsession. I like learned literally how the race or like how the sport works, and I'm just very into like the details of it. So I actually watched the races and stuff. And this is the first Sunday that I've actually been able to like sit down and watch it because normally I'm at like my part-time job working at the gym so like I have to watch it on my phone typically and it's just like not the same but today I watched it on my tv and all of its glory um started off as a pretty good race Red Bull once again is coming for a championship so that's annoying and boring but other than that McLaren will rue this day. They are trash, and I wish them nothing but the worst for this season. Um, I say as I literally just was looking at a job for someone who would be working for the McLaren team. <laughs> but <laughs> you would do a two for a check, okay? Yeah, you would do a two for a check, guys. I just need my way in so I can like become an F one wag. Like that's the ultimate goal and I just need the stepping stone to get there so like that's why mm-hmm. I was looking at the job just again. need the platform um yeah right and until I get put on an account in my current job where it's adjacent to formula one which we do have those apparently um mm. that's my only other option so it, other than that good good race but yeah what about you um I feel like my weekend it was like a good balance of being social kind of like knocking things off my to-do list um, I had fun. I was humbled. By humbled means I got my taxes done and I do Yikes. owe money for the second year in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not here to give advice. I'm not even going <laughs> to get into the details because I don't think I could confidently explain it. But all I know is that a good chunk of money will be coming out of my account from the IRS in a few weeks. Um, but looking yeah. up from that, got my nails done, you know, rearranged my room, like had kind of watched a movie. I went to a game night. So I feel like a good mix there. I have to be on the cusp of a glow up because I've been feeling so crusty this past mm-hmm. week. Like I feel like my skin has been dry. My hair has been dry. Mm-hmm. I've been like breaking out. Um, I feel like I sound nasally. I feel nasally. Yeah. Um, so it just has to be like literally with the spring awakening that's happening this week. Like it has to be a, a rebirth of me essentially because. So I'm do you want to like know something funny? I literally saw a TikTok this morning um about how gemini's are about to undergo a glow up like literally like a week or two thank god because wait what's your rising again i feel like i i really struggle with my um zodiac identity because i feel like i don't relate to anytime they pull up anything about gemini's i'm like that is literally not me um libra rising 
Yeah, so Libra risings yeah. are also about to go through a glow up in two weeks. So Thank God. That's the, that's the scientific uh, the scientific support I needed because, <laughs> like, I should be looking at myself in the mirror. And I'm like, God damn. Like, we, there no, has I to literally be saw this. it this morning. So okay. you got something okay. coming. Something festering. Well, I mean, a week from today, I'll be in London. So yeah, um, I feel like that's a good sign. Um, that's Very good. good yeah, I also have been going through it. I, I'm also in my like, I think people are coining it under the term of winter uglies. But I guess since the spring is literally tomorrow, I can't use that phrase anymore. But I've been very much so in like hermit mode a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, I got my first I was gonna tell you this on Friday. I got like my first pimple in literally probably a year on my chin on Friday. And mm. it's crazy because on Thursday I could feel it. I was like, why does my chin That's the like, worst. No, yeah. That is the and I was like worst. But I was like, oh like I just had my period. Like maybe it just feels like that because I really don't get acne like at all. Yeah. And then I woke up on Friday and I was like oh my gosh, like I actually have a pimple in my face. So immediately, like I just used every product that I could to dry it out. <laughs> and so like, yeah, I, when I was, whenever I was younger, like the trick was to put toothpaste on it and it like mm-hmm. sucks all of whatever out of it. And then literally Saturday morning I had done like the toothpaste and like I put, like I blotted it with some like uh, rubbing alcohol, which I'm not mm-hmm. giving skincare advice for anyone. Okay. Like, but I just wanted it off of my face immediately. And then I woke up Saturday and it was gone. So that was great. My skin has also been crusty. I feel like I've just been in my like hermit mode so I can get to my glow up era. Yeah. I don't know when mine is coming because the astrology videos that were talking about signs <laughs> that were going to go through a glow up, like mine weren't included in the slightest, like none of them. Yeah. Not my sun, not my rising, not my moon. So I said, okay, so I guess it's not for me in two weeks, but I'm hoping it's coming soon because I have been just kind of out of it for the past couple of weeks. Not even in, like, a bad way, like, not mm-hmm. down bad, but, like, if it was still winter, I probably would have been entering my down bad era because, like, yeah, it would have been cold, dreary, sad, but I'm, like, at least the sun is out, so then I go for a walk, but I'm, I'm hoping my glow up is coming soon, so congratulations to you that yours is coming soon. Thank you. Thank you. To everybody listening, send a prayer. Just send an additional prayer. <laughs> you know, you can never have, uh, can never have too many, too many prayers. So... With that, I kind of teased it at the beginning, but this week's episode will just be kind of, again, relishing in the fact that spring is coming up. Um, And for our opening today, how we're getting into it, is I kind of wanted to talk through some food and drink that I feel like just hits different in the springtime. So -hmm. this will be um, categorized under what we call like a three bests. So basically we'll just pick a couple categories, maybe one, depending on the episode, um, and just talk through like our top three for whatever that category is. Um, this idea was also partially inspired by a new podcast that I discovered recently. Um, they're called band practice and they're really cute. They started one of their latest episodes, which was a guide to your twenties. Also very on par with like a lot of the topics we tend to tackle and talk about each week, um, mm-hmm. is they just went through like their current beverages. And so I was like, okay, yeah, food and drink. Everyone's always looking for a wreck. Just what hits different in spring? What will be your new, some of your new signature food and drink items for the upcoming season? Okay. My first one, one, I don't go to Starbucks very often. I think I have phases with them. I like don't, I'm not consistent in the sense of like, I save all my stars. I like go every single day. I like they, the people there know me, like that's not my thing. I have periods of time where, like, I need to get work done really early in the morning. So, like, I'll go there 
sit down and like maybe get a drink but i'm the first person when they have the option to use your stars to like take money off like i'm the first person to use it i don't save anything like Mm -hmm. that's just not what i do so during the fall i would say my go-to drink is an iced chai um with oat milk and then two pumps of brown sugar just because it makes the chai taste like a lot better but now that we're approaching spring and the sun is coming out and like I don't I don't need that like warm hug feeling yeah. that an iced chai gives me. Um I will say my go-to is an iced uh peach green tea lemonade. Now they don't always have the peach juice, which is really annoying. So you really are playing with a gamble, the lottery every time you go mm-hmm. because they might be out for a day, they might be out for a week. Um so if you're like I said, a consistent girly, I can't say that this one's always gonna be there for you. But for me, someone who goes like every now and then, that's my go-to during the spring and the summer because the peach is just like so refreshing. The green tea is just like just the right amount of caffeine that it just makes it a really perfect drink for the springtime. So that's my that's my first one. My first one is very similar to Victoria's recommendation. Um, one being from Starbucks to also being a lemonade of some sort. Um, but I'm really into Starbucks's matcha lemonade. Um, which mm-hmm. is pretty much exactly what it sounds like. Again, I'm sure it's just lemonade with a scoop of matcha powder. So it sounds very DIY now that I'm saying it out loud. Can <laughs> probably very easily replicate it at home. Um, but one, I'm really into lemonade in general. Like I just think that that's like whoever came up with lemonade was really in their bag and they really knew what they were doing. <laughs> um, but I'm also like not really – my like preferred flavor profile is not really anything sweet. Um, And I feel like matcha lemonade is very, like, it can be kind of sour almost, Mm -hmm. but not in a way that, like, would make you pucker, you know, (laughs) like, in a gross way. Um, But it's definitely not, like, a sweet drink. So if that's what you're looking for, then don't take this recommendation. Um, But if you're looking for something, like, kind of punchy, kind of refreshing, um, yeah, I would go ahead and say do that. Also, if you're going to Starbucks, make sure you ask for light ice because they really be filling that up. And I know we all understand volume and you know displacement theory whatever <laughs> that's people called don't. But that's the crazy part those I'm videos like, it's been every three time since they showed us that first video of every time for venti with no ice and asking for a grande like whatever whatever that actually is yeah but i'm like guys like it has been so many times now that like you shouldn't be in awe every time you see the video like you should remember no, literally like you know what you're paying for you know what you're getting I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend getting it without ice, but you know, white <laughs> ice is, is never um a bad thing to ask for either. Yeah. My second one is food related. Um, I think that mine, I really go into like a bowl mood and like a salad mood when the spring hits. I don't know if it's because I'm like, ooh, swimsuit season's around the corner, or if I'm like, I just want fresh ingredients now that the sun's out. Um but the one in particular that I've been craving recently is Flower Child. I don't know how national that is. I know that there's some in other states. So, like, it has to be, like, at least regional. Um, they have pretty, like, fresh food. And it's the Mother Earth Bowl. But I add steak. And I will say adding the steak puts it to around $20. So, like, it is an investment meal. But, like, it is the best meal that you'll have in your life. And you won't have any food left over, I will say. It's not going to be two different meals to where you can meal prep with it but like it's worth it it's worth every penny in your mother earth bowl you have ancient grains sweet potato mushroom avocado cucumber 
broccoli pesto, charred onion, leafy greens, red pepper, miso vinaigrette, and hemp seed. And then, of course, you add the steak on top. So if you are a vegan, don't get the steak. <laughs> but I'm telling you, it's like the best bowl. And yes, I did just look that up. Well, you I'll were say, talking I feel about like, your other I, like, I feel like I'm in the restaurant. Like, I feel like, oh, like, I literally, like, I feel I like someone is presenting phone. me with the menu. Yeah. <laughs> um, Flower Child sponsors. But it's like, I forgot how much I liked it because I feel like I ate it a lot in high school or in college because it was yeah. kind of close to SMU. But it's actually closer to me now than it was at SMU. And I don't go as much. So I'm thinking that might be Dendon tonight. I feel like, yeah, I feel like since kava got bigger in dallas yeah and people it's been overshadowing flower yeah like let's not forget our roots people literally remember where you came from um my second recommendation is still a drink still a juice um and for (laughs) all of my girlies who love to shop at trader joe's go ahead and add this to your next list it is simply what is it even called like orange peach mango juice um which if you ask me, it's exactly what it sounds like, orange, peach, mango, <laughs> um, which I think this is also the reason why I like this a lot is also the same reason why I'm really into the matcha lemonade is that it just isn't like super sweet. Um, I feel like like the citrusy of the orange and like the mango kind of balance out the um, peach in there a little bit, too. Um, and it's also like. Here's the thing. Here's the issue. Okay, I have an issue with regular orange juice. Like, I will never be one to request a glass of OJ. Um, you know, I feel like there's always the the debate of orange juice or apple juice. I will always take apple juice. Um, but orange juice is just too unpredictable for me. Is there yeah. actually pulp? Is there no pulp? You know, sometimes it just be taken thick, and then sometimes it tastes thin. I don't know. But yeah, I'm, up, like it's just not orange I'm juice is unreliable. Like orange girl, which is not apparently not real orange juice, but I'm like, it tastes good. What is real orange juice? Well, like, I orange? think just simply orange is like concentrate. Oh. So it's like not, it's like the same way yeah. that Sunny D isn't real orange juice, but I yeah, yeah, yeah. love Sunny D. Like I, I and I, maybe it's all the sugar that they add in, but it tastes no, so good to me. I said, honestly, if it's 100% natural, I don't want to see nothing with no added sugars. I don't want to see anything. None of that is for me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I think actually like the orange peach mango juice is like kind of similar to taste in like a sunny d um just like that vibe of a juice so if you're making like you know morning cocktails mimosas or something i would recommend adding in that juice too as kind of like a substitute just to play around with um but you know just trader joe's so affordable and easily accessible my third one is a drink too um alcoholic but i guess you could make it non-alcoholic if you really wanted to um in texas and in dallas particularly as soon as the sun comes out, people flock to outdoor day drinking as the activity of choice. And while I don't do that as often anymore, I will say like I just always switch my go-to drink to a margarita during this time of the year. Something about it just really hits because like this is the perfect time where it's not too hot outside and it's just really good vibes and you just want to be outside a lot until it gets like really unbearable in like May or June. And so for me, like a good spicy pineapple marg with a little tahini on the rim is my go-to for the spring. So can't go wrong with it. Yeah, no, I love a margarita any time of the year, especially when it's warmer. Um, and then margaritas are just so versatile. Versatile? Yeah. Versatile? How do you, versatile? I think versatile feels more real than versatile. 
Anyway, um, (laughs) they are, but like it just versatile. Like that doesn't sound like how it's supposed to sound. Anyway, whether you want spicy, sweet, something in between, margaritas will get you. True, true, true. Um, And then my last recommendation is the flavor profile of like a caprese salad. Mm -hmm, I just feel like mm -hmm. it's so fresh and refreshing. I feel like salad is a word that you'd have to use like loosely to describe this. I think when you think of like an American salad, like you think of a big old bowl. (laughs) No, like you think of like a big old, like a big old bowl of like some chopped lettuce, probably a really heavy dressing. Yeah. Probably some bacon bits in there, something like that. Caprese salad is very light. It is literally like slices of mozzarella cheese, slices of tomato, and then like basil leaves. Um, literally just kind of like laid next to each other. Like if you order caprese salad, like it will come out on a plate, I'm telling you. Um, it also has like olive oil, salt and pepper on it. So super simple and really easy to make. If you're hearing me say something's easy to make, like you for real have to take that as a fact because I I don't do anything beyond in the kitchen, if I'm not eating, if I'm actually cooking, which I'll put in quotes, um, all I'm doing is like chopping up a vegetable, microwaving some rice, <laughs> and yeah. also probably microwaving a protein. Um, just but yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> I just like I just can't be bothered to do more. Hence why I pay for meal prep um, because I li- I mean I'll make myself a breakfast, but like lunch or dinner, I'm really not having it. Um, but yeah, like the flavor profile of like a caprese salad is just like literally so light, so fresh, um, and just like good. And I don't think it's something that would really taste good in the winter. So definitely in like spring and summer. Yeah, that was going to be mine. Um, that was like on my list, but I love a caprese salad in the summer. Um, you saying that made me put it on my list for things to go by when I go to the grocery store tomorrow. So, oh yeah, I broke my, um, tradition of, Normally, I after I get off work on Sundays, I go to Jersey Mike's, which is a tradition I've had for like, no, I didn't. But the reason I didn't was because I really wanted soup. But I think that's also just because I feel like kind of like fugly. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, just Where'd like whatever. I went to Panera um, just because God. Well, it was close. It's close to work. Where else I am mean, I going to get yeah. soup? I don't Jesus think I've had Panera story. in like, yeah, I don't think I've had Panera in like maybe three years. But I said all that to say they have a caprese like sandwich on there. Didn't order it. Um, yeah. But I mean, I feel like some people like Panera. I know. I, and tempted, I don't get it. <laughs> I was tempted to try the the lemonade or like their super uh, the, like, shocked super lemonade yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And then I was like, actually, I might. I already take, take it out. That's enough. Because <laughs> <laughs> like the, the stuff Please. I heard, I was like, why would you do that to yourself? I was scared. Like people were scaring me. Talking about yeah, I haven't slept in 24 hours, and I said, "Okay, now not too much." I not proudly have not been to Panera since at least 10th grade. <laughs> I feel like it's probably changed a bit since then. It just was like so mid. You know what I mean? It was like seven years ago. Yeah, yeah, and I just I remember the last time I went where I was like, "This is not good." I was like, "This is nasty." I didn't mind. <laughs> I was like, "Why are we lying?" I didn't mind my meal. It was popping though. Granted, and I, think I, mean, I guess it is like a Sunday, like 1.30 PM, like after church, yeah. maybe people going to Panera, but I grew up, it was so funny. Like my grandmother, every, she had a tradition, like literally every Sunday after work or after church, her and like 15 of her friends would go to Panera. Um, oh, and so wow. every time that I was visiting, like I was like, I stayed at Panera. So Panera is like, there's a little bit of nostalgia there for me, but yeah, I haven't been in my recent years of like 
at all, literally. But it wasn't bad today. With that, like I said, hope you were taking notes, writing those recommendations down. Obviously, if you try anything out, post it, tag us, we'll share it. Um, and still kind of on that theme of spring, today's episode was just kind of like a overall spring cleaning episode. So what are we getting rid of physically, maybe mentally, maybe emotionally, tangibly? What does that look like? Like what habits do we have that we might want to stop? Um, and just like, yeah, pretty much like what are we going into? What are we getting rid of? Maybe a little bit of de-influencing here as well. Do you want to yeah. start us out? Yeah. So the first thing that I have that I'm playing into all the way for spring cleaning is unfollowing slash unsubscribing. Mm -hmm. I feel like my social media, my inbox can just get so overwhelming sometimes. Mm -hmm. And like sometimes I feel like it causes more fatigue than like fun. Obviously, there's a lot to say about social media in general. Um, But for me, the one app I'm really thinking of is Instagram, Um, Mm -hmm. just because I have literally had my same Instagram account since probably sixth or seventh grade. Like the same, like the literally, yeah, the same account. I know so many people went through phases of like deleting this one, starting over, they get hacked, Mm -hmm. knock on wood, Um, never happened (laughs) to me. But um, yeah, so this Instagram has been with me like through a lot. Um, If you're new here, you probably don't know that I grew up in a military family. So up until college, I moved every three years. Um, And so with that, I went to like multiple middle schools, multiple high schools, um, only one college. But said all that to say, like, there's a lot of people that I've Mm -hmm. followed and unfollowed and like from just so many different points in my life where it's not even like, oh, like there are some people on here that I know I will never see again in my life and like that I just don't care Mm -hmm. to keep up with simply because I haven't talked or thought of them for 10 years at this point Mm -hmm. um and so sometimes yeah I think it can just be so overwhelming just like pulling up social media and seeing stuff that like one you simply don't care about or like don't care to see Mm -hmm. and I also think there's such a stigma around like unfollowing somebody on social media that I think is funny sometimes um so like at the end of the day it's not that serious like I feel like if I yeah were to see you in the grocery store and I would not say hello to you I don't need to know that like it's your grandmother's birthday you know what I'm saying like people just be posting anything there are some people if I saw them in the grocery store I would I would avoid them I would run and hide (laughs) and go to the next aisle and so with that being said like I don't need to keep up with like what goes on in your day-to-day life and again it's not personal in the fact of like no hard feelings but it's it's literally I can only take so much a day I already have not like a problem but I feel like it's always so easy to just get sucked in and like staying on social media. So I feel like if I can clean it out and like cleanse my palate a little bit, so to speak, um, that would just be like helpful. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't think, I think with Instagram, I'm better about it. I mean, I think with Instagram, I'm worse about it. On TikTok, I will unfollow someone so quick, but I'm also really quick to follow people on TikTok because I'll see that they like post an outfit or something or like they're around like my size and like they have the same style as me so I'm like oh, I'll just follow them but I think I'm probably one of like a small percentage of TikTok users who actually goes on their following tab so yeah, like whenever I, I get tired that. of my yeah whenever I get tired of my for you page like I just scroll to the left <laughs> and then I go through my following and when I get tired of that that's how I know that it's time for me to get off of TikTok and so mm-hmm. like that's why I'm like oh I exhausted all of my options I think I got put on an experimental thing last week where they also gave me a friends tab do you have that I don't know I really it's don't like friends know. following and for you page 
what I've also noticed is I get tabs like it'll say like gaming or it'll say food or it'll have like all these random categories of video. Maybe you're just like in an experimental, like a testing thing. Yeah, maybe I don't touch them, so I hope yeah. They and so, <laughs> yeah, so like I think because I never went on mine, like the friends tab is gone, but like I had it. For oh, like that's a week. so funny. So I use my following tab, and because of that, like that's when I'll be like, when did I follow this person? Or like I might have liked one video, but I don't like the rest of your content, and it's not personal, but like especially with tiktok like it's literally influencing your algorithm so i've learned to like unfollow people that like i really don't like fully like necessarily um but with instagram i will say it's a little bit harder just because in contrast to what lexi said like i grew up in a small town so like i know a lot of these people and i've known them Mm -hmm. for years and so like it does almost feel personal to unfollow them because I'm like, I went to, I was in kindergarten with you and not that it literally even matters, but like on the flip side of that, I'm also really nosy. So like, I just like to keep up with what's going on with like some people from my high school because like, I don't get on Facebook often. Like I'll do, I'll do it here and there, but like, that's how I like, I'm kept up on like what's going on with people from high school and like I'll send Mm -hmm. stuff to my like high school friends on Instagram and stuff. But I could be a lot better on Instagram. But TikTok, I'm very quick to unfollow someone. Yeah, no, and I wasn't bringing that up as like a, oh, everybody should go through their phone and like unfollow people right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just saying as literally as like, sometimes I just be open to my phone and I'm like, I really, I really do not care, you know? And it's just like, yeah. nice to have like a, a cleaner, a cleaner scape there. Um, but on the other flip side of that too, something that does really help me is like unsubscribing from email lists. Yeah. Because my inbox, I feel like I'm not terrible. I've seen, wait, how many unread emails do you have? Me? Yeah. I don't think it's, like, fair because I work in PR. So, like, I get a bunch of, like, we have to subscribe to a bunch of newsletters. One for, like, yeah. what's going on in the news. Like, personal, it says I have 475. And Lexi knows because this just happened five minutes ago, but I edited it out. Um I just got an email from Abercrombie and Fitch and they email every single day. And it's literally Abercrombie and Fitch and Abercrombie and Fitch kids. I never subscribed to Abercrombie and Fitch kids. I also unsubscribed to this a week and a half ago and it's still, I'm still getting the emails. Um, So like, it's stuff like that. Like there's Nordstrom in here, Fresh Fresh Sends, The Flowers, Peloton, Sculpt House, The Daily Skim, because I subscribed to that in college. Like, stuff that, like, I, I just need to go through and unsubscribe from. It's harder with Outlook than it is with uh, Google. Google, like, really prompts you, which is helpful. Oh, yeah, I agree. I think, well, one, I just hate having, like, that many unread emails. Mine are pretty low right now. I think I'm at, like, four, 455, and that's between, like, all of my inboxes, which I think I have, like, three mm-hmm. or four on this phone. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's see. My most recent, Studio Movie Grill. Panera Bread, my pickup order was ready. <laughs> um, American <laughs> Airlines, Nordstrom, like Amazon. Um, but some of this stuff too, I would find that like, I'll be putting my email in anywhere, right? So if it's like, I go to a website right. for the first time and it's like, enter your email for 15% discount. off. Yeah. yeah, like, of course, sure. It's so simple. It's already preloaded on my on my MacBook. All I have to do is like, press my fingertip. It's good to go. Um, but I can also tell that like, I feel like I'm pretty good. One, about cleaning out my inbox. Two, unsubscribing. But three, being especially conscious of it when 
I know I'm like actively trying to not spend as much money um, yeah. because I find myself like opening emails like, hey, so-and-so having an X percent sale off today. But it's like, I wasn't even thinking about anything I had to shop for. Like it wasn't even mm-hmm. like, oh, I need to fill this uh, hole in my wardrobe or I have this event or a trip coming up and like, I don't feel like I have anything to wear. It'll literally be like, oh, there's a sale. Like, why not? Like, let me check it out. And that mm-hmm. has led to so many unnecessary purchases not necessarily regrets but it's like literally there was no point other than the fact that like I noticed something was on sale or I got an email about it that prompted me to pick it and again Mm -hmm. I will say this till the the day I die I work in marketing I get it I get it (laughs) I'm not ever here to be like oh um we're over over consumption and this this, isn't that I have my own feelings and opinions but I'm not an example to follow per se Mm -hmm. um but yeah I just find myself getting so sucked into some of that stuff sometimes um, and so it's like literally if I just unsubscribe and I never even knew that um, Essence was having a sale, then I would even not even be inclined to go on the website. So, yeah, that's fair. I could do better about unsubscribing. I don't think I've been I haven't really been online shopping lately, but that's for a multitude of reasons. But I don't think I've ever been a big online shopper, but I agree that it's probably best to unsubscribe to not be influence to do so my first habit that i'm changing which i've kind of been changing this for a while but i'm trying to be like actively better about doing it now is like binge drinking slash just casual drinking too um as i mentioned like earlier in the episode i love a good cocktail and there's absolutely nothing wrong with drinking and i'm all for drinking if you want to like do what you want my only thing is is like now that I'm older, I've just noticed that it affects me so differently than it did when I was in college. Mm-hmm. Um, and I used to hear that all the time, but like not really listen. But it is true, like not necessarily like right once you graduate. I feel like for me, it was right once I graduated. But definitely as you start to approach like 25, I just feel like not that it's not as fun, but like my body just not bounce back the way that it used to anymore. And it affects my body differently. I might be like bloated for longer. I might have a headache for longer. And it just like ends up not necessarily being worth it for me. Um, I'm definitely not one of those girls who's like, instead of drinking, I'm going to drink a kin euphorics or like oh, yeah. <laughs> any of those like aphrodisiac or adaptogen type drinks. I'm all for yeah. doing that if that's what is if that's what your healthy alternative looks like. I just think for me. It's hard because I feel like there are just two extremes. It's either like you're really drinking or like you only get one. Like, I think for me, I used to be like, well, what's the point if I'm not going to get drunk? And then I got out of school and I was like, okay, like one to two cocktails is like fine at dinner. But then I like moved out of that because like, then I'm just spending an extra $40 for for my meal whenever I'm like not drunk. So I'm trying to figure out like how I want to approach it into the spring and the summer, especially like I said, in Dallas, a lot of the activities revolve around day drinking when the weather's nice. Mm-hmm. But I have just found that I'm like not super productive when I do it. It affects my like diet and my health differently than like what I would want it to be. So I'm just kind of reevaluating my relationship with alcohol. And again, that's not docking on anyone who does choose to drink. And I'm not saying that it's like bad to like drink and then you feel like being bloated is not a bad thing like it affecting your diet isn't a bad like I'm not like saying Mm -hmm. that those are things that like 
are sticking out to me and like that, that that's all I care about but for me I'm just like mentally and emotionally like one at the end of the day alcohol is literally poison yeah. <laughs> so then like that's, I'm also yeah, no, it's like that <laughs> it genuinely is poison so then I'm just being a lot more conscious of like what I'm putting into my body I say as I ate Chick-fil-A on Friday and ate Wingstop yesterday um but it's like a balancing act you know what I mean so yeah just like going out every weekend, drinking every weekend, drinking with every meal. Like it just, I'm trying to find a good balance between that. Yeah, no, I really agree too with what you said about um, it affecting us differently now than it did when we were in college. Yeah. And I think there are so many things that play into that. One, it's also like we didn't have the responsibilities that we have now. Exactly. When I think about literally like, okay, sure, I'd go out in college. I'd go out with all my friends it'd be great because we all split every single Uber together, right? So like logistically, like we're all leaving campus and then we're all coming back to campus or whatever the case may be there. And then it's like, okay, you get to your dorm room and it's like, you have your bed and like, that's it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you, you You go to the bathroom, dining hall the next morning, you can go to the dining hall, you go to the communal bathroom to take off your makeup. You don't have to, not that like people were nasty and left stuff out, but it's not like, I feel like it's different than coming home and like, having to like do the dishes and like clean mm-hmm. up your living room and do like everything else that's kind of associated typically with like weekend type like chores and kind of like prepping for the week yeah. like, I feel like those type of responsibilities looked so different um now kind of like being in a apartment leasey you know versus yeah. like living on campus or again just like being around friends who were all kind of doing the same thing as you um in terms of responsibility and like yeah, I only need to commit, you know, to 15 hours of classes this week versus like a 40 hour work week. Um, Mm -hmm. And then two, just like, I feel like I've seen a lot of people talk about this recently. And I say recently within like the past couple of years is like feeling like you're kind of going through like a second puberty in your 20s, you know, and just like relearning your body and like hormones getting adjusted Mm -hmm. and like everything like that in terms of your diet and your weight and, um, Mm -hmm. Just like your mental like state, you know what I mean? Like everything is just kind of readjusting and you're like relearning how to be a person. So I think adding alcohol on top of that is like very, like it's just yeah. a very different experience um, and not always bad, but just like different. And it's not always just like, yeah. oh, suddenly now I'm 24 and I can't do more than, you know, however many shots at a night out or something like that. Yeah. And I think like whenever alcohol is introduced to you, like when you're younger, like I'm not even going to like fake like I was drinking before I turned 21 in college yeah and I just don't think at least in America like it's introduced in a healthy way no (laughs) and it's introduced in a binge drinking factor in the sense of like you just said like doing all these shots drinking all this stuff like getting blackout like going out every single night like which I'm trying to figure out where I got the money to do all this because now that I'm older I'm like this is really expensive um but, like, it's, I think because it's not introduced in a healthy way or, like, yeah, like, in a way of moderation. And that's not to say that some people are not better at moderating how much they drink whenever they're in college. But for, I would say for a large majority, like, that's just not the case. I mean, like, look at people like Alex Earl, who, like, is always talking about how she, like, got blocked yeah. out and doing whatever else. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's so normalized for that to be the norm in college that like once you graduate and then you now have responsibilities it's like a hard balancing act because like you said it's not like oh I can just like you used to skip class because Mm -hmm. you were hungover like you can't just skip work the next day or like it's just very strange um and like you said like pre-games like 
those used to be at frat houses. Like I didn't have any yeah. like say over, I didn't have to like help clean up or anything. Like I just left yeah. into the venue and like that was it. But now it's like mm-hmm. the premiums are at like your place. Literally you like I'm, my name's just, on the lease. I'm cleaning up. Yeah, like. It's just like a whole production and it just like ends up not being worth it to me. Um, yeah. And that's not to say that people our age are not doing those things. Cause I know for a fact they are, but for me it just ends up literally not being worth it. So that's where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I agree a lot. And then especially, yeah, just like the Dallas landscape and like what social activities look like as it gets warmer. Yeah. Definitely agree with that. Um, the next thing I have on my list is back to like clothing and just like material possessions um, is I think it's super common to just think about, oh, like spring cleaning, like let me just get rid of things. Right. So going through my closet and maybe it's like, hmm, I haven't worn this shirt in a year. Let me get rid of it. Or like I just bought this because it was super trendy and like it's not really for me anymore. Let's get rid of it. Um, And I think that that's something that I do pretty regularly. Like I feel like I go through my closet and I'll also say I feel like clothes are not a huge part of my life, but like I like fashion. Like I love getting dressed in the morning. I post like pretty regularly, like outfit of the days on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Um, Victoria and I have talked about it, too, just kind of like how our disposable income is used. And I know like I use a ton more of my disposable income on clothes than like Victoria does. That's just like what I'm into. Um, But something that has been that I've tried to make a point of doing more is kind of like reworking the clothes that I currently have versus just getting rid of them. Because I feel like sometimes when I do that in my head, it's like, oh, I just got rid of a bunch of stuff. Like I have room for more items. Um, And I like talk myself into things that I need and I'll say that like in quotations um because I mean I'm shoot I'm sitting in my closet recording now I have plenty of things in here (laughs) um but kind of what's been a good habit kind of like a fun habit for me too is yeah like reworking clothes that I have so I'm not at the point yet where I do it myself I bought a sewing machine in quarantine Mm -hmm. probably three years ago um Mm -hmm. I think I tried it once and I got frustrated and it's been collecting dust ever since but I'm (laughs) determined to not give up on it fully um, but like an example is a couple days ago, I was picking out outfits because I'm going on a Europe trip this week, actually. And I found a skirt that I liked. And I was like, oh, I do really like I like the way this fits me. I like the pattern. But it was mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a pink skirt, Victoria. Um, <laughs> Victoria knows like I pink is just one color, like it's just really not in my wardrobe. I wore yeah. a pink T-shirt once and Victoria was like, are you OK? Like, what do you like? <laughs> what do you have on? Like, what are you wearing? And like, no, my yeah. boyfriend said the same thing. And he's like, I've literally never seen you in this color. Um, yeah, so the skirt is like, I'm like, oh, like it fits me great. I thrifted it. So it was like not an investment by any means. Um, and I was like, I like it, but I literally just don't know if I'd ever be comfortable wearing it. And so I dyed Mm -hmm. the skirt. They have like fabric dye at Target for like two, three bucks. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I bought, I wanted black, but they only had charcoal. So I went the charcoal Mm -hmm. and so I dyed it and it's a process that took like 30 minutes. Maybe I recorded it. So I might actually make a TikTok sneak peek. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Um, but you literally just like warm up some hot water, like put the dye in there. I think you put like some vinegar in there or something and let it sit for like 30 minutes. Mm. Um, and so now the skirt is like a, it's kind of more like a purpley, but also kind of like a gray color still. But it's like, there's literally so many things I can do with it now, you know, that I, before yeah. it would have just been easier to like get rid of it. But then it's like, oh shoot, I got rid of that skirt. I liked like, let me try to find another one type of thing. Yeah. Um, or even like investing and in getting clothes tailored has been really oh, yeah. huge for me too. True, true, true. Because I, like just, it's just so easy to get rid of stuff. You know what I mean? Um, But I feel like if you have stuff that you like and you're confident about it, or again, just like trying to take a second look and being like, 
yeah, the foundation is there, like the vision is there, but just in its current state, it's not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it can go a long way to like work with what you have versus just trying to like get rid of stuff in bulk and then kind of replace it in bulk. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like spring is especially a good time for that. Again, one, the obvious like, oh yeah, spring cleaning, doing it. But now it's like, okay, now we're kind of transitioning. It's like a different part of our closet, right? Because it's like mm-hmm. spring, summer, wearing clothes that you haven't worn for the past like six months or whatever. Um, and it can be really easy to think like, I need new clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now, especially too with, you know, an Amazon haul, every other video you see or everyone just making videos about like, I'm trying on all the Target new arrivals so you don't have to, you know, and kind of being influenced that way. Like yeah. you just have access to so much information and so many like testimonials, so to speak, mm-hmm. in terms of like what's good and what isn't, um, that it can be really easy to fall into like, oh, I need that. I need that. And you might already have it. So that's something yeah. I'm trying to be more cognizant of. Yeah, I think that that's a good one. I agree in the sense of like we just see clothing differently. Um, I do agree with the tailoring thing. I need to be better about it. I just literally never think to take my clothes to the tailor unless it's like an event that I'm trying to go to and my stuff doesn't fit right. Like I think the last time I went was for like Darian's birthday, black tie party. Yeah. Um, because my dress was literally just like way too long because I'm very short. And so that was the only reason why I went. But I also think that the tailor that I go to is just really expensive. No, I remember um, you telling me like the prices and I was like that. But it's like I've been me. going there like since I started getting stuff tailored here. Yeah. Um, because I remember the place that you told me about whenever I went, there was a line out the door and I was like, I just don't have time to wait. And I saw that they yeah. were like right next door. Um, but I've like literally gotten like swimsuits tailored there, like Mm -hmm. stuff that like is very ill fitting, but is the correct size I get tailored, but not like a, oh, like this is just slightly off. Like it slightly looks weird. Like I think when we were in New York, I was wearing something and I was like, this would literally just look fine if I got the, the seam taken in. Like, cause Mm -hmm. it's like, Mm -hmm. I remember like the waist was too big, but like everything else fit. And I was like, I literally could just get this tailored and it would be fixed. Yeah. Um, so I agree with that. Um, my next one is just like a habit that I'm changing, which I'm pretty sure you're conscious of this, but like, I'm just trying to move my body at least once a day. Um, I think it's especially hard working from home because it's very easy to like, just wake up 30 minutes before I have to log on to work, walk two feet to like literally go sit at my desk and work for eight hours and not get up again. Um, but I've really been trying to like do time blocking a lot better. Um, and time blocking also has like drastically improved my mood along with the time change. Um, especially if you get like distracted very easily or like you have a form of ADHD, just like blocking out times of your day to get things done has been a game changer for me because I know like stuff like this sounds very simple, but just like simply taking the first 15 minutes of my day whenever I wake up to just like pick up make my bed and like start my day with like a clean room is a game changer Mm -hmm. and again I know that that sounds very basic but like in my head I would think that it was so life or death for me to log on like at eight like the difference in what I'm gonna get done between eight and eight ten is not that big for me to where I could just like take those first couple of minutes, 
reset my space to be like a very productive day. Yeah. And so I've been doing that. Like even whenever I work out, like I'll go to a 6am workout come and literally just take like the first 10 minutes. Like, and even if I'm like cooking breakfast or something, I'm like, okay, well, while like those eggs are boiling, like I can just pick up these clothes off of my floor Mm -hmm. (laughs) that I just like threw down and make my bed since I didn't make my bed whenever I got up to go to the gym like move my shoes from right by the door to the closet like it's simple things but like they make a big difference um that's like an important thing is time blocking and then like doing something another part of time blocking that actually really works is like pairing it with something that you like to do or you enjoy so like for me I just like put on a podcast while I do that um because it makes the time go by pretty fast too um but yeah so the other part of that is just like moving my body daily I think I used to see it as a punishment, like trying to work out every single day. Or if I didn't mm-hmm. do a workout, I would punish myself in the sense of like, you didn't do like what you're supposed to do today. And I also like fully believe in giving yourself grace. But I think my yeah. issue is that I give myself too much grace and I'm like, okay, you're normal. It's human. You missed a day. And then like, I just fall off for like two weeks. And mm-hmm. so like my discipline is just not there. So I'm trying to be a lot more disciplined like a lot of areas in my life. So like this is where I'm trying to start first because I feel like it's one of the easier ones. Mm-hmm. And I have missed plenty of workouts because Lexi knows my hatch alarm was just like not going off for like <laughs> <laughs> days in a row, even though I would literally set it the night before. Um, so I'd miss waking up or I'd like wake up with not enough time to like change, get in my car, get ready and be there in time for class and instead of beating myself up for missing class or just being like okay whatever like I'm just not going to do anything today like I would literally force myself to like and I would find time in my schedule like I would move stuff around like move a meeting so I could like at least go walk for 30 minutes and it's just like a game changer like getting outside I think I told Lexi this like after I came back from New York this is how I realized that I like wanted to be in a walkable city but just Mm -hmm. because like having the moment to just like step outside and be with nature and like see other people it's just a game changer especially when you work from home so yeah I'm I'm really trying to like keep that up throughout the year but it's been a a habit that I've been trying to incorporate time blocking and moving my body so yeah, I really um, agree with like the time blocking, especially like first like 30 minutes or so of the work. Yeah. Um, and I remember I used to be so scared, like, oh, my God, like, what if my manager sees that like my icon is not green mm-hmm. and it's like 901? Like, are they going to think that because I'm working from home, like I'm lazy and I'm slacking off or whatever? Um, one, I don't think that should be the case. If you feel that way at work based off of like fact, then maybe yeah. you should talk to somebody about it, because like, I just think that's very unhealthy. Um, but two, it also made me think about, and I know you and I talked about it, especially after your most recent trip to New York, like when people go in the office nine times out of 10, like people are not there right at nine o'clock. They are not there. They are not there at nine o'clock. Um, once I realized that I was like, oh, I can be doing more during the morning. For real. Like I, and I've, I go in the office twice a week. I've gone in twice a week for probably like the last year or so. Um, Mm -hmm. so pretty even split, but like still primarily working from home. And yeah, I know like my manager is always to the office kind of early, but I know it's because like she has kids. And so she comes Mm -hmm. to work as soon as she drops off her kids, which like makes sense. Um, but you know, I'm looking at other people who I'm like, I know y'all are like directors, like y'all are like Mm -hmm. upper managers, whatever, strolling in casually. Hey everybody, you know, coffee in hand, like whatever. Mm -hmm. And 
I'm like very happy to see those kinds of things because I think it just also kind of sets the tone of like really like what's not like what's important and what's not but like feel free to like take that time for yourself in the morning um if that's what you need versus just like rushing and forcing yourself to be on right the second the workday starts yeah Um, it's not that like I mean there are days where it is that serious but like I mean yeah like sometimes I have like a 9 a.m meeting right so technically like right when the day starts but like if I'm working from home like I don't have anything super urgent I don't have anything that I need to prepare for in the next like 15 minutes like yeah, to your point, like, I can pick up my clothes, like, I can make sure that I have a breakfast, like, made and ready. Um, And I think just having, like, those minutes to yourself, like, goes a very, very long way. Yeah. Another one I have, I think this might be my last one. Uh, I guess it is kind of like a habit, but just like a different approach. And this is like, very, very random, but I feel like it still kind of fits into like today's topic. Um, And Victoria is actually talking to me about this a while ago. But I have completely redone the way that I organize my fridge. Which, like I said, this is, like, very random. Um, But I feel like it kind of fits in the sense of, like, I don't know, habits and kind of, like, figuring out what you have and, like, trying to not let things go to waste, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I, for so long, and again, from someone who, like, doesn't really cook or, like, care, I still like things to look, like, very pretty and very organized. And, like, I used to get very obsessed with the way that people would organize their fridge Mm -hmm. in terms of, you know, all the drinks go here and, like, all the fresh fruits go here and as soon as you buy the fruit you know chop it up and put it like this and restocking everything all the time um Mm -hmm. and yeah I try to keep that up when I lived by myself I live with my boyfriend now so we share the fridge obviously I let go of that dream like very early on after moving in with him um but also I would find that when I tried to just make the fridge look pretty I would forget about a lot of the things that were in my fridge so Mm -hmm. it's like something that I bought you know okay yeah like I have this that I'm dedicating to fruit. Okay, I've had these bag of apples in here for a while, but when I went to Trader Joe's, I picked up like cuties and I picked up kiwis and all these other things. Mm-hmm. So now the stuff that I bought, you know, the apples that I bought two weeks ago are just like pushed to the back of the fridge, which mm-hmm. cleaning up the fridge is like probably one of my least favorite chores. I hate going through it, taking everything out, wiping it down, like putting stuff back. Like, yeah, that is just like, I'm not really someone who like, oh my God, cleaning is so therapeutic. Like I don't mind it but like it's still a chore to me at the end of the day I agree um and so what I've started doing is organizing my fridge in the order I I started organizing my fridge based on the order that things needed to be eaten but yeah I kind of just like let go of letting everything look pretty and just tried to make things practical for me which I think is something that I've had to let go with not just in like the fridge but you know, I think now, especially, it's very easy to get caught up in, like, the aesthetics of things. And, oh, look at this girl's, like, Sunday reset. And mm-hmm. look at her morning routine. And look at how she organizes her closet. And, like, trying so hard to, like, fit these molds of, oh, everything just has to look nice all the time. But it doesn't always mean that, like, that is practical. Um, mm-hmm. And, like I said, I think that mindset can obviously stretch to a lot of things beyond just the fridge. But um, for me, it's been a game changer because, yeah, I feel like I'm actually, like, eating the food that I buy, like by the yeah. time that I need to eat it. And I think that's honestly been one of the most annoying transitions for myself just to like adulthood in general is like figuring out how to grocery shop and how to eat. Ugh. Yeah, um, especially for one person. No, like it is truly, like it is truly, I feel like so much money gets wasted on food just because it's like everything you buy, not even stuff that is like, it's not even considered buying in bulk, but it's a lot of food for one person to eat. Like, a whole loaf of bread frame. from Trader Joe's. First of all, Trader Joe's bread, I guess it's just way too fresh. But every time you buy it, yeah. it 
expires in two days. So then I have to put it in the fridge. You got about 48 hours. And I'm like, I don't need to eat 12 pieces of bread in two days. Like, it's just, I just never finish all of my stuff. Anyways. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, that's literally for for so many things. Just like shopping for one person is so stressful. And I think it's also like food is a big budget area for a lot of people. Like when they're just trying to figure yeah. out like how to live on their own. Um, and yeah, things that like are considered enough for one person. Like you're not going to want to eat the same thing every day. You know, Tell you're not going to be able to go it. through things. <laughs> like you're not going to be able to go through things fast enough. Um and so, yeah, I think, again, just, like, finding the balance. My whole point of that was, like, finding the balance between, like, what you like versus, like, what actually works mm-hmm. for you. Um, and for me, that's, like, manifesting through the way that I, like, grocery shop and the way that I, like, organize my fridge and try to be cognizant of the food that I have and, like, how fast I can actually eat it yeah. or how fast do I want to eat it. Because, um, yeah, when it comes time to clean it out and you realize you, like, threw away half the stuff you bought, it's just not fun. Yeah. So I agree. Um, mine, I think you kind of touched on it already and I wasn't going to stop you because you were already talking. Um, mine is like the overconsumption habits like that are pushed on TikTok, which it's really funny because people have rebranded de-influencing to still be influencing. Oh, um, for sure. Because the de-influencing trend was to show people that, like, you don't need all of this stuff that people are pushing to you on TikTok. But then influencers found a way to rebrand it and say, these are the things that we recommend you to buy that aren't worth the hype. So instead of yeah. buying the Charlotte Tilbury, blah, 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 you should buy this instead. And it's like, just because it's cheaper doesn't mean that I, like, still need it. And I feel like we kind of highlighted this honestly a year ago we were like every time I go on TikTok like there's someone is trying to push something on me Mm -hmm. um like an Amazon dupe or like an Amazon haul or like you said like Target I've tried every and it's like we you and I studied this in school like you studied oh for sure started advertising so like we're able to pick up on it and be like, these people did not actually spend this money on these products. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times they're getting these products for free so they can push it to people to buy the products. Or let's say that they did buy the products. Those people make two to three times more than like your annual salary. Like you don't need to be comparing like what you don't have to what they have to be like, oh, I need this. And it's like, you really don't like... The amount of videos I remember whenever I was like getting ready to go to Europe last year, like so many like travel essentials that I bought, (laughs) I literally got like this like foot swing for like long flights, got on the flight. I was in an economy seat, so I didn't even have enough space to like use the swing. There was like blow up pillows. Like you don't need literally any of that stuff. So it's like, I feel like there are all these gadgets and trinkets and things that are supposed to be like solving your problems, but like. One, at the end of the day, you end up wasting your money on it. And yeah. two, it ends up just, like, collecting dust somewhere in your apartment. Like, exactly. I will say some of them are useful, but, like, I think I saw one today that was, like, this little mini vacuum vacuums up the crumbs on your desk. Use a paper towel. Like, no, <laughs> literally, literally get a paper towel, wet it, and, like, that's all you need to do. Like, you don't need this $15 mini vacuum that needs batteries and, like, everything else to operate yeah. to, like, make it... It's just, like, so unnecessary, and I get that that's people's jobs, but, like, this is, like, one of the things about, like, 
advertising ethics that we learned in Mm -hmm. school in the sense of like people are just not people are stupid but like they are so vulnerable because like they just and that's what advertising preys on is like the fact that like people are so vulnerable so ignorant and don't think when it comes to like buying things it's like yeah sit down and think about do you actually really need that like I promise you probably don't and so like it's just crazy to me because like I'll read the comments on some of these things and they're like, oh, like, guess I'm going back to my Amazon cart now. Like every time I come on your page, like I always find, and it's like, you don't need that. Like, I promise you don't like, so it's just very interesting to me and I'm like very over it. And I'm also very pissed off that like the de-influencing trend became what it did because it's just like another thing that's like wrong with influencers where it's like, I get that that's y'all's livelihood and like your job is to push these products because like that's how you make money. But it's mm-hmm. like it feels icky and gross. Like <laughs> it's yeah. like you know that we're in a recession and you're like you're like oh like guys I know money's tight right now so instead of like t- showing you all the name brand stuff that you can get Sephora like I'm gonna show you all the stuff you can get on Amazon. Like you don't even need to do that. It's just yeah. weird. No, it is. It has taken like a very weird turn. And I was thinking of it too when you were like, okay, these people are either paid to do this or like they make loads more money than we do currently. Also, like the people that can just write it off, like write these. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, they're they like write all of that up because that's their that's their yeah. video. That's their that's their business. And I'm like, guys, like you do not realize these influencers are writing off these trips. Like everything that they do, every video yeah. that they make, if they buy a car, like they're writing all of this off under a business. And like so many people don't get that. And they just think like, yeah. oh, they make so much money. Like, oh, like it's this. And it's like, no, like at the end of the day, like they're using this to the city. They're using you to their advantage to like get yeah. what they need. But like, it's crazy. So yeah. It's also, yeah. Like you don't, and I feel like it's just a reminder too, like you don't have to take a recommendation if you don't want one. You know what I mean? Especially from like strangers on the internet. You don't have to watch um, the video. And I feel like you don't have to watch the video. I feel like also one area that really surprises me about this, which I think it's just an area of like typical, like girly lifestyle kind of everyday influencers that I don't really um like subscribe to, I guess, is like makeup, especially because like I think about it and I'm like, Yeah. There is, like, some variety in my makeup, but I'm pretty much set on, like, this is my routine. Like, I like the way Mm -hmm. I look like this. But then I'm, like, I was, like, I was, like, y'all are buying, like, six blushes at a time. Like, you don't. You know what I mean? Or it's, like, or, like, I I find a mascara I like. I stick with that tube through and through. But it's, like, people are trying new mascaras every day. And I'm, like, what what is the point of 15 mascaras? The makeup itself is only good for 12 months. It has an expiration date, which people forget about. Yeah, um, and I'm telling y'all now, protect yourselves because I know a Sephora sale is coming up, um, and I know you're gonna see. I know you're gonna today. see what's in my cart. Literally, I know you're gonna see what's in my cart, and that goes back to just because it's on sale doesn't mean you need it. Just because someone you know who looked kind of cute on your for you page is recommending it doesn't mean if you're not looking for a new blush, you don't need to take her new blush recommendation. Yeah, you know? it's also important to remember, like especially if you're seeing these same products being pushed, there's a 99% chance that it is that brand paying these influencers to push it for you and one the influencers aren't disclosing that it's an ad and two like it's literally just like a product launch and you just are you're thinking oh my gosh I'm seeing the Mika thermal hairbrush everywhere I go I really need it and in reality you can just put some hot rollers in your hair and call it a day like it's literally 
it's the same exact thing. Like we saw this happen with the Dyson. We saw it happen with like the amount of products that I've seen to give you a blowout. Like I shouldn't be aware of this many products. If I yeah. to like get a blowout when essentially you could just use some rollers and your hairdryer. No, I said, um, I said, y'all, y'all are pulling inspo from the seventies. Guess what? They didn't have the Dyson in the seventies. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, like, they, like girls been doing this for, for generations. You know what I mean? Like guys, just, let's use our minds. Know use our minds like be smart and like i'm telling you like that amika thermal hairbrush has been on my for you page for two weeks straight now and it's funny because i remember when it first started coming up on my for you page the girls and this is how i knew it was an influencer campaign because the girls would be like guys like it finally came in like i've been waiting on this for so long i look it up you can't even buy it anywhere and i was like it's not even on sale and i'm like this is clearly like a push from the brand and it's like yeah. I don't even know like I don't see it for sale anywhere but yeah I see so many people <laughs> have it so I'm like where where one that's like a bad campaign because action's not taking me anywhere no but no like, CTA it's just, it was crazy and so I'm just like I need people to be smarter like with their financial choices um and I think I like stopped doing like the Amazon. I stopped going to the Amazon storefronts a while ago. But like, I yeah. need people to wake up. We are in a recession. No, Save your money, long people. Skirts, long skirts are in. We're in Correct. a recession. <laughs> Correct. Correct. <laughs> but yeah, that was my last one. Yeah. No, those are good. But yeah, so just to to kind of sum it up, what we, the whole point of this episode <laughs> was to be like you know, spring and a lot of people are going to be pushing out with the old and with the new. Um, and maybe that doesn't need to apply to every area of your life. Second guess some things where you're going to check out coming from two girls who um, are still figuring out their finances in their 20s. Again, one of them, yeah. me paying lots of money in taxes, um, just okay. simply because I don't know how life works yet. Um, or some other things we said, go outside, block some time off, like mm-hmm. take a look at what you have, find a way to love it. You know, a lot of fun things are coming up. I know a lot of people too are saying that they feel like summer 2023 is going to be like the new summer yeah, 2016. Like, I know everybody's about to be outside. No, for real. Um, And so, yeah, just keep some of the things in mind that we said because life's about to get fun. It's going to be exciting. Um, And yeah, this is the way I guess that you can... Make it happen. By saving money now, you'll be able to do all those things coming up. I promise. Save the money Um, now. (laughs) Yeah. And for real, no, for real, April might be like a no spend, like a very, very, very low or no spend month for me. Um, Because right now I really don't have anything going on in April. But yeah, if you made it this far, (laughs) if you made it this far, thank you. Um, Go ahead and rate us on wherever you listen to podcasts, whether that be Spotify, Apple, anchor i know it's not called anchor anymore um we asked for five stars but if you feel like we didn't deserve it i guess go no, ahead why don't you why don't you no i'm saying why don't you go ahead and dm us give us some constructive <laughs> feedback we'll work on it um and how can you not give five stars to someone who implemented that um also go tell your friends about it share with your friends share it on your social medias um and when you're on social media go make sure you follow us at the entry level pod t-h-e-e-n-t-r-y-l-e-v-e-l-p-o-d And then you can also find our personal Instagrams there as well. Anything I missed, Victoria? No, that was great for your first time. (laughs) What, 30 episodes in and I'm finally doing the closing? I think I did it one other time. My personal, (laughs) uh, my my solo episode. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 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 Thanks again for listening and we'll catch y'all next week. Bye. Thanks. Bye.
watching air oh not watching wow i really thought we yeah. were on youtube it's because we have the video on so it really just threw me off thanks for listening and i think that's it yeah uh we'll see you guys next time thanks guys bye bye Thank <laughs> you.